and welcome to Maggie's Running Podcast. I'm Maggie Cooper. Well, this is the second in my mini-series about um, starting to run, so for the beginner runner. I, I think there's some useful things in there for all of us, but um, <laughs> it's really uh, specifically aimed at the, the beginner runner. Now, you might have gone out for your run and you say, good grief, I thought my lungs were about to explode. Don't panic. It's like that. Um, it, my mum my is quite funny. She's, she used to be really a uh, pretty good athlete. And um, uh, she had this problem with her hips. So she needed a hip replacement. So she didn't do it, almost any exercise at all. She didn't really do much walking around or anything. She, um, she was very much um, housebound for some time, especially with the last lockdown, waiting for the operation. Anyway, she um, after she got a hip replaced, a friend took it out for a little bit of a walk. It wasn't very far, like 100 or 200 metres. It was just funny her describing it. And she came back, she said, it was like I'd run a race. My lungs felt like they were on fire. And I was like, yeah, I know that feeling, you know, when you've run a race and you've run really, really hard. Well, when you start running, it, it can be like that. And um, don't worry, it, it, it does go away. It might be, I, I'm not really sure the reason for it. I th- I, we always said it, so my uh, air had got to parts of your lungs that um, air had never reached before. And it, and it might be something like that. But um, well, as you get fitter, that that sort of feeling of like that you might die um, does uh, wear off. So, so just have a little bit of patience and, and don't panic. It's perfectly, perfectly normal. So my next thing is about um, shoes, and uh, shoes is quite a controversial issue. Um, and what I'm going to say, it may be slightly controversial. I think when you f- very first start, um, you don't need to worry too much about getting um, some s- special um, running shoes. I think you can you can get away with you know, any. You know, maybe you've got some old trainers lying around. You've got some something that's c- quite comfortable. You can just uh, whatever you would normal normally go uh, walk around in. Um, it, it's probably okay, especially if you're, you're starting off with some walk and a little bit of jogging. Um, don't don't worry about investing in something that's really expensive to to begin with. Just find something that's comfortable. In fact, the story of about shoes any, anyway is is to find something that's comfortable. But a good pair of running shoes will help prevent um, some injuries. So um, at some stage, you will need to invest in a, a relatively decent pair of running shoes. And that can be quite difficult because there's so many different running shoes um, out there. And they, they support different types of styles of running. Some people run um, landing on their, the forefoot, some on the midsole, some on the heel. Some people run flat-footed. Some people sort of run with almost more on the outside of their feet. So the, everybody runs in slightly different styles. So it can be very difficult. And you, and you it can end up asking your your friends to say what what do you recommend? Well, what they're wearing and what was suitable for you might might not be um, the same thing. So um, if you can get your uh, running gait analysed, um, you can go to some specialist running shop on the Wirral. We've got this great shop called the Runners Hub. You can go there and you can get your gait analysed by running on a treadmill and then they, they video you. They don't normally charge you for this um, in, in the running shop and then um, they will show you which shoes will be most suitable for your running style. If you if you can't afford that and you, and you, uh, or you, can't, you know, haven't got something like that on um, near where you live, you can... Um, you could, you know, the best thing is probably to select a neutral pair of of running shoes. Um, you can you can work. With, normally, it says what kind of running shoes it is. If it's um, you know, um, support supportive or is it neutral or different types of running shoes like that. So, um, if if in doubt, that's probably what I would go for. But if you've got a chance, try it on, try it on, and run on the treadmill in the shop. Um, uh, otherwise, um, you you might have difficulty. Um. 
yeah, you know, some of the running shops they will allow you to um, buy a pair of shoes, and then if if you find they're then they're not suitable, that you're getting some sort of aches and pains because of wearing them, um, you can take them back maybe within fourteen days or something like that. So do check for that guarantee. That is very very helpful. And um, if you, I always wonder what happens to the shoes when you take them back if that ever happens. I think I have I have done it once. I think, but um, normally they give them to charity, so they're actually benefiting. Um, somebody else so um don't worry about that it's perfectly reasonable but do check um before you buy um whether you could take them back because it seems a bit unfair because these shoes are really quite expensive and um you've only got a little bit of opportunity to try them on in the shop and then um you get them home and they're not okay it's a lot of money to have wasted so um yeah check check that out um, the other thing, the other reason why I say um, don't necessarily rush out to get them um, for the first run that you ever do is because you're not that fit when you first start um, and you need to be able to be reasonably fit to run for a little while on the treadmill to check whether they're suitable or not. So it might be best to um, just you know, find, find just find something that's comfortable to walk, to run, to jog in um, from you know whatever shoes you've got. My, my friend ran, ran just running his work shoes for a bit um, because they were comfortable. <laughs> I'm not necessarily recommending um, running around, especially not for women. But um, but uh, you know you might be able to find something that you've got in the house that uh, is is reasonably comfortable that you can just use to begin with before you know, while you just get a little bit fit. So um, so yeah, that's my controversial thing about shoes is that maybe don't bother to begin with. But you know after a few few um, weeks, few months, you might need to get something that's um, a little bit more um, uh, sensible. Having the right shoes will definitely um, help um, prevent you getting injured. Another thing that's really going to prevent you getting injured is getting into good habits. Um, actually, uh, talking about injury, um, there's 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 a terrible no, I think it's a terrible statistic. It's something like uh, they say sixty five to eighty percent of runners get injured um, each year, and that is really um, very very um, bad. And you don't want to be one of those runners that that get in, gets injured because it's so frustrating you get fit and then um you have to stop and then all that fitness is lost and you have to sort of start again it can be quite demoralizing and one way is uh, to stop getting injured is to have good running form that really really will help so there are things called um running drills I don't know if you're a fan of uh, Monty Python, but there's um, there's one um, particular s- uh, sketch um, called The Ministry of Silly Walks. And when I'm doing these running drills, I feel like I'm in a Monty Python sketch because they do are a bit silly. Um, you can look up running drill, running drill videos or running drills on the um, on something like YouTube. You can you can find some. I've put a link to a few in my um, blog, which is Maggie's Running Podcast and you can see. But it's things like running with high knees or doing some skips or doing some um, what they called A runs or um, even there's even something called B runs. Um, different different things where where you're getting your legs um, to sort of remember what is the right way to run, um, and and they're teaching you to you know, just um, run with you know, uh, just completely the, the right the right style. Anyway, the, the the guys in the videos that I've put links to they do explain it pretty well. So um, definitely do that. I have to say, as I say, I feel like I'm in some sort of comedy sketch. You can do them in your back garden to begin with if you want to. Um, I feel a bit of a proud doing them outside. But if I if we do any um, fast sessions, um, I normally do these running drills, even though. 
I feel as if I look a bit silly and people are looking at me. But yeah, you can do them. You can do them in your back garden if you if you don't want to do them out on the public street or in the um in the park or whatever. But or do them with a friend so they don't feel quite so stupid. And that leads on to my next point, which is about having some accountability. If you can find somebody else to run with, it's really going to help. Um, to having some sort of level of accountability. So, you know, you've, you've um, well, I talk, talked about setting a plan. If you have a plan, you have like some sort of schedule and you put it up on your on your fridge or wherever you can see it and you tick it on off, a tick off when you've done the sessions, that is having some level of accountability. Um, having Having a plan and then executing that plan basically is having some level of accountability but if you have somebody else to run with or to be accountable to or to be accountable to each other then it really will help um i'm a member of a running club and that definitely helps me so if you um you know once you get a little bit fitter that you feel you can go out with with somebody else you join a club then that will that will really help you um, get some level of accountability because you'll be like, well, they're waiting for me um, in the clubhouse and I'm, I'm not there because I'm sat on my couch. I better get out there and get to the club. You know, it's that sort of thing. It, sometimes even when you, when you don't want to you don't feel like you want to go out, then um, it, it drags you out. Um, I have to say, often you do feel like you don't want to go out. I mean, I'm not saying even, even for the runner who's you know really, really keen, there are days when you don't want to go out. And having that level of accountability for almost like forces you out of the door. But I would say almost never have I um, gone out for a run and regretted it. I've often felt I don't want to go out. But having gone out, I'm almost always glad that I did. So um, it will really help if you if maybe you're doing it with somebody else or you um, have got somebody else to chat to about it, even if it's your non-running partner, um, try and try and get something where that, you know, you can um, share your your um, your successes, I should say. So um, that's really what I wanted to share um, with you um, today. I've, tomorrow I'm going to go into some um, different types of sessions that you can do, different types of runs you can do to make the whole experience a little bit more fun. But that's all the advice I have for today. Um, and you can find um, the, the blog on Maggie's Running Podcast.blogspot.com with some more information. Um, I'll continue this tomorrow. So thanks for listening and uh, see you tomorrow. Bye for now. Oh,